You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 53. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. This is the place that we talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So, you know the drill. Get your headphones on, put your earbuds on, turn up the volume on this one. No notebooks required. Let's have some fun fun. This episode is being brought to you by our sponsor, Olubumi Creations. Are you a person who loves the Orisha stuff? Do you just like stuff? If you like stuff, Olubumi Creations is the spot for you because you can get art. You can get merch, which is coming. It is coming. It is coming. You can get things that you can show your love for Orisha, things that you can be proud of. And where you can get it, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. Look for the Olubumi Creations picture. Click on it and get what you like. You're going to love it. They're made by hand. If it is art, this art has been created by an Orisha follower for Orisha followers of the world. And when you do that, it helps to support this podcast. Also keep in mind that we do have a Patreon page. So if that's not your cup of tea right now and you still want to support our efforts for creating more content, then go to our Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Iaomileti. With that, let's get this episode on the go. I have to have a special announcement And we were going to do Ask a Priest. That was on the schedule. And it's going to get pushed back. I'm going to tell you the why. We have been talking about a lot of serious things in some of these episodes. It's gotten so real that it was very difficult for me to even talk because I was getting all choked up. So we've had a run of very serious talks. And I realized, you know what, we need to lighten this up a bit. And I wanted to share something that was a little more on the comedic side to lighten up the content for you. Normally, I know you cannot see it, but normally I have a very structured 
outline of what I am going to talk about. I sit here, I sit with my notebooks and I plan and I am going to talk about this and that and this is the, you know how I love actionable things. This is step number one, this is step number two. This is not one of those episodes. In my laptop, which is right on my, like right in front of me right now, all I have is a bunch of stickies and I wanted to lighten things up and let you know, not everything in our traditions is so serious. There is some stuff that happens that we're like, oh my God, did this just happen? I wanted to share some stories. So before we get into the stories, I want to let you know, there are going to be some goals for this podcast. So I will cover that at the end of this episode. Keep listening so that you can participate and you are going to be in charge of what happens afterwards. So we're going to go through a couple of things that have happened just to share and lighten things up. I want this week for you to be giggling and laughing and sharing this energy I am full of energy right now as I am about to share these things because I can't believe I'm going to share them, but they are, hopefully you're going to find them enjoyable. Our traditions are serious. I'm sure you know that because you are listening and they can change your life because it's changed mine. However, oh, and on top of that is filled with a lot of work which I am sure that you have heard this too. But there are many fun things that happen and I want to share them with you. I don't have a title because I said this episode, it's going to be more of like flying, flying, just, I can't say blind because at least I have some type of sticky telling me. But I am going to share with you some stories of things that have happened to me within the traditions, that thinking back, it's just been very comical. And I'm like, you know, it's the hard work is hard work and bad things can happen and they do happen. But then there's a lighter side, a funny side of things that happen. As you are going through and you're going through your journey, you are going to see this as well. The first story I want to talk to you about I'm going to call this story Agua, which is Spanish for water. A long, long time ago, back in the day, I was still very new-ish to the religion, but I had been there for more than 10 years. But I was new to this Egbe. I remember that there was a bembe. There was a drumming. We had an akpon which is the singer, and he's singing. At this point, the Igbodu was where the drummers were because in the beginning, if you have been here long enough, you know that they usually drum to the Orishas or the Eguns first, and then they, they drum for the public, which is what happened. And they were doing the Oro, which is a set of songs that are done in the beginning before... The party gets started with the rest of us. 
and they're doing auto and they're going through the sequence and they're, you know, they sing to Eshu or Chosi or Gu and they're going through the sequence, they're going through the sequence and they're singing to Yemaya. Now, I'm not an initiate at this point. I'm an aborisha, so I was not in the room. But they gave me the responsibility to take care of the kitchen. So, of course, you're going to take that by heart because that's important and the kitchen is important. My job was to make sure that anything that needed to come to, from the kitchen was gotten. I know it's probably not the correct English, but you know what I mean. So I was in charge of that and I was listening to the oro and it was, Dakpon was now singing to Yemaya. This is a Lukumi drumming. If you have ever attended a Lukumi drumming and they're singing to Yemaya, you will notice that they will sing and the Akpon, while the chorus is singing, he might scream or shout something out. So he kept shouting, he shouted once, Agua! And that was like, that was my cue. Oh my God, I need to bring him water. So here I am. I'm in the kitchen and I'm hustling and I'm like, I got to hurry up. And I go and I grab a gourd and I fill it with water and I cut through the crowd of people. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, let me tell you, I think I may have like steamrolled over a bunch of people. And I, I put my hand through with the gourd and I hand over the gourd of water. And I go back to the kitchen feeling all like, Oh, I help. This is great. And I go back and I'm still listening and I'm following along. And Dak Pong again says, Agua. And so I'm like, oh, that's my cue. I got to get more agua. I got to get more agua. So then I go and I get the gourd. I fill it up with fresh water, cool water. Of course, it has to be cool water. And I rush through, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I just roll through and I stick in my hands with my gourd, and I hand in water. Now, I'm not seeing what's happening inside, but I was told later, which I will tell you about. So the songs continue, because it's a series of songs that they do. And another song comes up, and in between, the Akpong says, Agua! And I'm like, oh, that's my cue. I got to get another thing of water. And I go, and I go pour the water in. It's fresh. It's good. It's another gourd. I'm running out of gourds. And I'm like, okay, I got to go. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I cut through, cut through the, through the living room. I cut through the second room, and then I go, and I push my hand through the curtain, and I hand over my gourd of water. By the way, I was feeling very proud that I was the water girl. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing such a great job. And I think this happened two more times. That auto part was over. This is the time that the drummers, they take a break. And then they start setting up for the publico, for the public. And they start setting up. I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was my husband or my not then godmother yet. She was not my godmother yet. She's like, why did you keep bringing water? And I'm like, well, he kept saying agua. So I guess he needed water. And I'm in the kitchen. So I'm going to bring him water. And she's like, I think it was my husband, actually. And he's like, that's not what that meant. And I'm clueless. Like, well, what was that? No, that's what the Akpon says just to show love to Yemaya. He'll say, 
agua. And I'm like, wait, so you didn't need water? He goes, no, the acpon just, because you have to keep going. It's not like they're going to stop to ask a question during a ceremony. And he would just look like, what is going on? Because the water just keeps coming and I'm feeling so proud. And he, and he's like, you didn't need to bring water. There was water in the room already. There's always water there. Why did you keep bringing Amla? Because he kept saying agua. So I'm thinking he needs water. And I don't know what he needs the water for. I'm not a priest. He goes, they didn't need any water. They were looking at me like, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, so they didn't need water. <laughs> it was, no, the water just kept coming. And all the drummers are like, what is going on here? And I'm like, I felt so little. I'm like, you know, remember that I told you I was feeling so proud? Okay, well, at this point, I was not feeling proud at all. I was feeling so cheap. I'm like, they must think I am such a dork. But it happened. And it was a mistake because I did not know any better. So now it's really comical because whenever we are at any event and the Akbon will say that, they all look at me like, are you going to bring water? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, don't embarrass me. Like, shut up. It's very, very funny, but it was a mistake. It was an honest mistake. I really thought that they needed water. So to this day, this has been like more than 10 years ago. You know, they're still making fun of me over that. I'm not joking. They're making fun of me over that. They're always like, agua, go get some water. I'm not getting nothing. And it's just very comical of the things that can happen. I hope you enjoyed that story. But if you do want a little lesson, don't get water when they say agua unless they specifically tell you, give me a gourd of water. So there you go. That's story number one. I hope you enjoyed it and had maybe a little chuckle. Maybe it's not as funny to you, but I have to tell you, I was very embarrassed. I wouldn't even look at those drummers in the face. I'm like, they're going to laugh at me. They're going to think I'm absolutely ridiculous. But it happened. Well, I'm so sorry. They had a lot of water to go around, I guess, you know. All right. I am also going to share another story of what can happen if you don't know what can happen. I was dating my husband and... This is what happens when you date someone in the religion. You know how normally you will want to take your girl out to the movies and to dinner or to dinner and then a movie and maybe walk around and that's a date. And you're like, oh, that is so romantical. Well, that's not how we dated. The way we loved to go out was, do you want to go to a drumming? I'm like, heck yeah. So I would get ready and I would get my stuff. So he invited me to a friend of his uh, drumming, but it was a palo, palo majombe event. He's like, you want to come? I'm like, I am there. What do you want me to wear? He's like, just wear whatever. I'm like, and do I have to wear white? He's like, no, you don't have to. You're not part of the Munanza. We're just going in as friends. He's been a friend of mine for a really long time. And he just invited me, but I would like you to come with me. 
if you want to come. And of course, I'm drooling over those gorgeous eyes of his. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come with you. Of course, I'm going to come with you. So I spoke to my mom. Can you watch my son? She's like, sure. Are you going out with him? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, she's like, okay, I'll watch him. So she watched my son. And I said, you know, I think this is going to go for really late. So just have him sleep over. I'll pick him up in the morning. She's like, not a problem. We get in the car. We drive. This is in New York. So we went to the Bronx and we went, I don't even remember what park it was. But anyway, it was one of those parks. And we go there. And as we're going in, he goes, just listen for the drums. I'm like, you know, it's late, right? <laughs> it's he goes you'll see just listening for the drums I'm like okay I will and as I'm walking in I see a clearing and there's a couple of trees I see a little fire and I hear drums and I said well the drums are here and the god children from the Munanso they're all there his wife is there I don't think the children were there maybe a couple of children were but I don't think his were And as I'm walking in, I see something. The friend of his has been a friend for a long time of my husband's. And as I'm going in, he just got mounted with his Lucero. And he runs past us. Now, this guy does not run at all. And he, he's like very mellow. His demeanor is very mellow. And he runs past us. Mind you, it's, it's nighttime and it's chilly. You know, when the night comes, the temperature drops and it's chilly. And I see that he has hiked up his pants. He's rolled them up. So they are about a little above the middle of his, um, like a, on, on the bottom of his legs, but under the knee. And so his pants are rolled up. He's got no shoes. He's got no socks. He's got no shirt. And I'm like, what is going on here? He goes, shh, just watch. And I'm like, okay. I'm, I kid you not. What I saw next, I was not expecting. So he runs past us laughing hysterically. Ha, 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 And I'm quiet because he told me to be quiet. And I'm like, okay. And he's ha, 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 ha. He runs past us. He goes to this tree. Now, this tree is not like a 10-foot tree. This is a tall tree. I have no idea what happened. I didn't know Lucero was like this, but the dude looked like a spider monkey. He climbs up this tree and my mouth is wide open. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to fall. He's going to die. And he's like, shh. And And he's laughing like a maniacal laugh. It was hysterical to watch. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking at my, I don't, I don't think we were engaged. But I know we were dating. So I'm looking at him like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? And he's like, just watch. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to trust him. I'm just going to watch. And he's, ha, 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 he's laughing. He's holding on to one of the branches up on top. I'm not joking. He was well over 15 feet up high. He was up there. And I'm like, if he falls from there, 
se va a romper una pata. That means he's going to break a leg. He goes, just watch. So then the wife is downstairs. Come down, Lucero. Come down. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want to. This is in Spanish. Yo quiero. I don't want to. I don't want to. And I'm like, oh, my God. What's going to happen now? Because he's the tata of the house. And I'm like, if anything happens to him, how are we going to explain this to the EMS people? Like, Yeah, he was mounted and he kind of climbed up a tree and he kind of fell and broke his neck. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm freaking out because I've never seen this before ever. And I'm freaking out. And he's ha, 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 ha. Then the godchildren. Then they start trickling into under the trees. Tata, come down. No, I don't want to. And um, we're back there. We're still back there. My husband is nice and mellow and he's quiet. I guess it's normal, you know? And I'm like, what's going to happen? He's like, shh. And the drummers are still going. And at some point they stopped because the drummers were some of the men. And they're like, we're going to try to get him down. But nobody could climb up that tree. It was like... You know that there are those trees that have a lot of limbs and you can kind of like step on, on, on a branch to help you climb up. This was not one of those trees. I have no idea. He just went doo, 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 up the tree and he got up there. I'm still like, what is going on here? So at this point, the godchildren are trying to get the tata down. They're trying to call out to Lucero. They're like, Lucero, you have to come down. No, I don't want to. Ha, ha, ha. And he's laughing hysterically. And I'm like, this is not going to end well. He's like, shh, just watch. So at one point, one of the godchildren, they knew we were there. But they're like, oh, tata's here. Go and get him, get him. Please, we have to get him down. I don't want him to get hurt. And, da -da -da -da. and they come and they're pleading to my husband, like, please get him down. So my husband, <laughs> my husband is like, I think in his mind, he's like, I want to see how this plays out. And he waited. He goes, no, you guys try to do it. And they're, we're watching everything that they're doing fail we're watching one suggestion after the other one of them was trying to create a human chain to get up there nothing was working this bimbe was not gonna end up well and they said no 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 please come come and help you'll know what to do so my husband he's like just wait here and he was very like I, I love going to events with him because he's so chill and so like don't worry about this I got this okay so I let him go and I don't remember exactly. I was trying to remember before recording today because I was telling the story to my son. I said, I'm going to record this episode. and I want to tell this story, but I don't remember what it was that he had. So my husband, I think he had, uh, he asked for a bottle of, of rum. He's like, ¿Ustedes tienen rum? And of course there's rum at all Palo events. And so they handed him a bottle And I think he may have had candy, but I think he had candy when he ran up because he kept throwing stuff. So I really do believe that he had like a bunch of candy in his pocket of his jeans or his pants. But I think he grabbed some more, but he grabbed the bottle. And that's when he started doing prayers in um, Palo and basically to lure his Lucero down 
And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to slip. Oh my God, he's going to slip. And I'm freaking out. I may have peed a little. I'm like, oh my God, this is not going to end well. This is not cool. This is not what I come out for. This is not the right kind of dating situation that I need. But it was funny. He was laughing, but then it was almost like, you know, when you have a little kid and you're like, you want this piece of chocolate? And the kid kind of raises his eyebrow like, huh, maybe. And he starts inching into you. That's exactly what started to happen. And he did some of the stuff. And of course, he, he spoke fully in Congo. He spoke in Congo. And then he lured him down. And it was funny because of all the freak out that was happening. I mean, I... I swear and kid you not, those godchildren were freaking out. It was like mayhem underneath that tree. But it happened. And it was comical because when luceros are down, they can be really a lot of fun. And I had met him before when his lucero came down. But I had never seen this. And it was shocking. But it was funny at the same time. It was funny and how he would run away from people. People were trying to catch him. And it was just like, what are we dealing with? A kid? He's like, that's his lucero. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm saying, okay. But I'm like, I had no idea that this stuff could happen. And that happened. I hope you guys liked this story because it was comical, but not the kind of comical of ha ha ha. But it was kind of funny. After. The fact when he was down and safe and not a single bone broken, it all worked out. So I wanted to share that that happened. Now, I'm going to, I was going to just tell those two stories. Um, actually, I have another story, but I was going to tell these and I was telling my son before recording this episode that I'm going to have a fun episode today because we've been doing a lot of serious stuff. And he reminds I because I, I, I asked him, I said, have we, can you remember? Because so many things happen that over time you tend to forget until somebody remembers. And he said, mom, you should tell the whatever story. I said, oh my God. I have not thought about that in a while, but I don't know if that's funny or bad, but they have to this day, they make fun of me for this one. This one is worse than the Agua story. I am going to call it, give me my food. (laughs) I don't know what title to call it, but here we go. My husband has been initiated in a shishay first. But he had to receive his Orisha again in Lukumi. So he had to go through the full Lukumi initiation, even though he had already initiation in Isheshe, and he had to go through it. And I wasn't there for his initiation. Well, obviously, because for one, I was not an initiate, and two, because I was home with the kids, so I couldn't even be around. But they brought him in from where he was for the drumming. And the Dia del Medio, right? And the that. So for all of that and the seven days, obviously, on the throne. We are at the day of the drumming. So this was the Sunday. It's usually on Sundays. And a friend of his, she passed, Ibae. I, we have to give her a name. 
Let's give her a name so that I don't keep saying she, she, she. Um, let's see. I'm writing it down. Let's call her. Hmm. Let's call her. I just, the only name I can think of right now is Maria, but that's not her name, but it has to be a Spanish name. So Maria it is. Maria is a friend of his. They've been friends for a really long time. And of course she was thrilled to go to his drumming. Now, I had already been there several times to help out, and as the wife of my husband, I was allowed to help in the cooking and the serving and, uh, you know, be outside of the room until everything was covered that I was able to go in and help to serve him some of the food or to give it to his godfather so that he could serve him because I couldn't serve him directly. But you know what I mean? Like I was able to help in that. And before the drumming, the yawo has to eat. They don't eat during the drumming. And I remember him telling me he was tired, but he knew what was coming. You know, we, we know the drill. And he's like, mommy, I really like that potato salad. Can you save me some? Because people are going to be coming over. Just put some on the side for me so that I could have some maybe tomorrow or later on in the week. I really liked it. It was good. I said, sure, baby. That's not a problem. So I grab a Ziploc bag and with a Sharpie, because we had Sharpies everywhere to mark everything because we didn't want anything to, you know, what was for the Arisha and what was for the people or what was for whoever or whatever. We had everything marked. So I had a Sharpie and in big letters, I write for the Yawo, big letters, like really big letters. And I put it into the fridge. Okay. Not a problem. That happened. I saved him some. Life was great. The drumming happened. It was an amazing experience. I remember it was busy. It was crowded. It was just Orishas came down. It was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. It was just wonderful. And then at the end, as you all know, if you are Lukumi, what's going to happen at the end? Manja, we get to eat. And of course, I'm in the kitchen. I was working in the kitchen for, I'm, I'm usually working in the kitchen for, to make sure of the serving, that the food is warm, you know, stuff like that. And everybody ate, uh, drummers ate, everybody, it's all great, right? And my, let me write this down because I don't want to say her name accidentally. Maria. Mind you, everybody had eaten already. Everything is dying down. People are just there talking or they're saying goodbye to the yawo. People are packing up. All that stuff is happening. And she comes to me and she's like, oh, can I get something to go? I said, sure. I said, there's stuff left over. I remember that the potato salad was almost done. It, like it was almost gone. And I had not noticed that it was fully gone. But the tin... You know those tins that they serve the food and stuff? It was still there, but it was empty. So she, you know, put in a little Tupperware, a little bit of everything and whatever. And I leave, you know, because you just serve whatever's left over and it's fine because everybody ate. They had their doubles. They had their whatever. Everybody's, I think, finishing up their dessert at this point. We had a cake order, all that fun stuff. And I come into the room, to the kitchen at some point. A few minutes later, I come into the room. 
What do I see? Maria is in the kitchen holding the for the yawo bag of potato salad. And she's about to, or she already had. No, she had not because it was still closed. She had it in her hands and was about to open it to serve herself. Let me tell you, I have no idea, no recollection of what went through my mind. But my whole thing was, that is for the Yahoo. That is not for everybody else. Everybody else already had the, the huge food tin. And I, I'm going to try to explain it so that you can visualize what happened. Maria is in front of me holding the Ziploc bag with the potato salad. I grab the other end of the potato salad and I'm like, but this is for the Yawa. And she's like, but he said that I could have. I'm like, yes, but not the one for the Yawa. So mind you, at this time, each one. So if she was talking, she was tugging the bag to her. Whenever I was talking, I was tugging the bag, the bag to me. So literally, we were having a tug of war with the Yawa's food. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm laughing because it's not my finest moment. But it happened. And she's like, but he said that I could have. And I'm like, but he said that you could have whatever was here, not what was in the fridge. Because I gave her instructions, get whatever's on the tins, fill up your whatever it is, and it's fine. I didn't say go into the refrigerator and get the house's food. Because when you're in an Ocha, there's a lot of things that are put away for later. And some things have to, you know, be done later with that food for the Yawa. That and, and and the thing is, is it says it's for the Yawo. It says it. It says it right there. And mind you, we're having a tug of war. That didn't last for long. I, I think that may have lasted for maybe 45 seconds as we're going back. It didn't last a minute. My then not godmother yet, she walks in and she told me later She's like, I was horrified. And I'm like, and she's like, what is going on here? I'm like, she's taking the Yawa's food, but he said, then she, it's like, I swear we went into five-year-old mode, but the Yawa said that I could have it. And I'm like, but the Yawa said that that was his favorite thing. And I'm putting it to the side and it was in the refrigerator and she didn't have instructions to get there and all that stuff. So we're literally, I'm not joking, fighting in the kitchen over potato salad and we're still mind you as we're fighting we're doing a tug of war my godmother oh my god my godmother's face is like I can't believe this so at some point I don't remember who let go of the bag I have no idea who let go of the bag my godmother goes to my husband mira ellas están peleando por potato salad in English look they're fighting over there for potato salad they're fighting they're fighting in the kitchen your wife is fighting she's fighting with Maria they're doing a tug of war they're doing it they're holding in the bag and they're going like this and they're shoving the bag back and forth my husband's like, you're fighting for food. They're fighting for food. Let her have it. But your wife said no. 
<laughs> tell my wife that she can have it. And my husband, and I'm like, but you said that this was your favorite thing. Therefore, I put it aside. I put it aside for you. And she went into the fridge. The fridge was not for her to take. Let me tell you, this actually happened in the throne room. <laughs> my my husband's godfather's like, because mind you, at this point, I don't even know if it was a complete Spanish thing. But my, uh, but, but, but he understood. And I, I think it was more of a Spanglish thing until my husband relented like fully, like he kind of told me in a way, like, let it go. Let her have the potato salad. And I'm like, but and just let her have it. Let her have it. I am not here to fight over food. Are you seriously fighting over food? I'm like, but you said you wanted potato salad. I was so defeated. I'm like, I'm trying to protect the Yawas food and it was not working out for me in my favor. Let me tell you, for all of you who are listening, it is not my finest moment (laughs) to this day. You know, they still make fun of me over that. They're like, you want to fight over food again? Somebody give her a, fa- a bag. She'll totally do tug of war. And it's always me rolling my eyes. I'm like, that happened like a decade ago. They're like, no, you'll probably do it again. But anyway, these things do happen. And yes, she got her. And it's funny. I, I have to tell you, you want to know how petty it was? <laughs> She's pouring the potato salad into her container and looking at me with the smug look of, I won. I got potato salad. I'm like, I want to punch you in your face. It was just like two little kids. It was, it was, it was not good. But looking back, it was funny, 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 funny. She passed away by, and, um, I went to her memorial and her brother has always been close to our spiritual house. And, um, he didn't know the story and he was feeling sad and I could tell the face. And I said, let me tell you a story. I told him the story. That dude was laughing so hard. He's about allow. He was like, I would have paid to be there. I would have paid to sit right in the middle and watch it. It was so funny. Anyway, that is a fun story of what can happen at ceremonies because we have really funky stuff that can happen. We have bad things. We have serious things. But I hope that you enjoyed that one. I have another one for you. I have another one, and I'm going to call this one, I'm not a dog. I should say, like, I'm not a dog. All right. This one is so new. This is why I'm recording this today, because this happened yesterday, and I was going to do an Ask a Priest episode. It's coming. Don't worry. You know that I I, I love doing Ask a Priest episodes and picking out a good question and taking the time to respond. And I had a good question, but this was so funny that I said, you know, I think people need to know what happens and what can happen and the craziness that can happen sometimes in a good way, in a good way. We had to do some spiritual stuff and we are at the lavatorio. For those who are Lukumi, this is where we 
create the omiero to wash the orishas. And for those who don't know, don't worry about it. And I was given the task to create the omiero for my section of the sets of orishas that I was going to help to wash. My son is also a priest, so he is on my left-hand side doing the same thing that I am for for his sets of orishas that we have to wash. In front of us is what we call the water boy or the water person. So if it's me, it's usually me or my son who do the water job and some of the other priests, they wash. Unless it's like Yemaya and stuff, and then I'm usually there washing or if you need more priests. Either which way, my godson is the one who is in front of me as the water boy. And uh, my husband is on the left-hand side because he's really keeping an eye out on my son because he's 14. He's a priest, but he's still 14. We want to make sure that everything is the way that it's supposed to be for each set of Arishas, that nothing gets lost, that he makes, that he washes things correctly, you know, just to, to guide him. We're getting him a little more involved. We're singing. We are doing all the things. Everything is going smoothly. Not a problem right? And we're singing and I'm scrubbing. Oh, by the way, I'm looking at my hands right now. I have so many scars on my left index finger because one of those herbs has a bunch of thorns and we didn't take out the leaves that well. So some of those thorns went in there with the twigs and I'm like, oh my God, I kept pulling them out with my teeth. Just like the thorns were big and they're like, ping, ping, just totally getting me. Anyway, Things that happen, things that happen, people, things that happen. So we're singing and we had, a, we had a kind of a system going that because the water person's job is to provide water with the gourd to the priest who is washing as they need it. So they have to be paying attention, but there are two priests washing, right? So he has to keep an eye on both. But if I, like, if I'm washing, washing, he doesn't, I don't need water right now. So he's keeping an eye until I need, and same for whichever priest is there. And I'm washing, washing, washing. I have my rhythm going, and I'm singing along. So uh, the priest is singing. We're doing the backup. Everything is going smoothly. I have no idea. So what happens is when you are doing ceremonies, if you are working independently, you do not wait for the other person. You keep going on what you're doing, which is what happened. And you kind of get into a zone of working and it's fun. It's really fun, especially when the music starts getting really good. It's like you don't even need drummers because usually uh, the priest or whoever's singing like the lead will grab a rattle and then you start singing and you feel the energy and it was so good. Everything was really going as smooth as it could. Something was going on with my son and, and they're talking to him. I'm not paying attention because I'm busy with my own stuff. So normally if I needed water, cause I don't need water in the beginning while I'm washing, but I need water later to rinse before I take out of the basin to make sure. And then I have to check to make sure that everything is okay. But before I do that, I have to rinse it. So I need the water person to pour water. And normally he would watch and I didn't, I don't need to say anything because he's pouring the water as I extend my hand. But if I needed him, I would be like, psst, psst, 
because you don't want to interrupt the flow of the song. So whoever is a priest listening to this, you'll understand what I mean because aborishas don't do this type of work. But if you're a priest, you're not going to be like, hey, give me water. You don't cut the energy. And I didn't want to cut the energy. Of course, it was feeling really good. So I'm like, but something is going on on the left-hand side that he, there are two priests that are now talking, and my water boys has the attention on my son. And I'm like, like I, I need to I need to get this moving because I have a lot on my plate and I need to get it out and keep it moving. And I'm like, psst, psst, nothing, no water. And I'm like, I can't move on. Like, let's go. I need water. Psst. He's not listening, but you don't want to interrupt what's what's going on. Because remember, just think about it like this. There was a few people in the room. Somebody's singing. We're all responding in the song because it's call and response. But there's another conversation going because of something that was happening on the with with my son on the left hand side, and I'm like, Psst, nothing. I get no water, and I'm like, <sighs> and a thought. I, I don't even know how because it wasn't even a thought. I was gonna say a thought came to me, but it didn't. It was more of a reaction. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm telling the story. It was more of a reaction, and I'm like, Psst, nothing, until I went. You know how you call a dog and you throw kisses like, and he looked at me like, I'm not a dog. <laughs> I almost died. And mind you, you're in front of the basin and I'm like, I'm sorry. I just needed water and you're not listening to me. He's like, I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. Let me tell you, everything at that point just went to crap because we were laughing so hard. So now half of the priests are singing. The other half is laughing and I'm still trying to wash my stuff. And he's like, what do you need me to do? do you, I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. I'm like, you're not a dog. I just needed to have your attention. I didn't know what else to do do and then that happened so of course we 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 got our composure eventually because I'm thinking about it and even after that we laughed so hard and now I think that's gonna be the running joke for a while I'm just gonna be like because I couldn't even snap my fingers because I had some um some of the stuff had apple on it so my fingers I couldn't snap them either so I just wanted his attention. I needed some water. But anyway, this happened. And even afterwards, so after that, we had to do some other stuff. And then he's saying goodbye. He's like, I'm not a dog. I'm like, you're not a dog. You're not a dog. I just needed water. I'm so sorry. And he was saying it in jest, of course, because it was funny. But I see that this is going to be one of those stories that they're going to tell over and over and over and over again. Because apparently that's how I get people's attentions by going. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, you know what? I just needed water. I just needed water. But you were not looking at me. And so that happened. And when I when that happened, I, I was I had to finish doing that. And that's when I realized that it was like 550 something. We eat at six. And I'm like, oh, I don't have anything made for dinner. I said, okay, so once we finished everything, we finished washing, you know, the stuff that needs to be done afterwards. I'm like, okay, we can get off the mat. Perfect. I need to make dinner. And 
as I put, you know, I had to make some chicken, some rice, some stuff, some vegetables. I said, this would be a great podcast episode. We've been having too much of a serious time. And I think it's about time we have a little bit of fun. And we need to also enjoy the aspects of our traditions. We have to be willing to learn from our own screw ups because there are going to be some screw ups that are juicy and doocy, but some of them are just funny. They're going to help to bond you to your spiritual family. You'll always tell those stories over and over and over again. And they make things like, remember that ceremony where she just threw kisses at me like a dog? And they still talk about the agua. I, I'm telling you, they still talk about agua. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, just give it to her. She'll go get you a gourd of water. Hurry up. <laughs> water. Or the whole Maria situation, they still talk about that. And I'm like, you know, that happened a really long time ago. Like, let it go. They're like, absolutely, we're not letting it go. <laughs> like, you're going to live with this forever. And those things happen. I wanted to share that our traditions, yes, you have to look for a godparent. Yes, you have to get readings. Yes, you have to do all those things that are very big and very important. But yes, you should enjoy your journey because a lot of great things are going to happen. It's not all ah, spiritual. Some funny stuff, some funky stuff is going to happen. And um, I want you to be aware of it. And I wanted to share. You have reached the end of this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to it. This is the first episode of its kind where I don't have a thorough outline, very serious Orisha wisdom outline. It's literally, I'm going to count it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stickies, eight stickies on my screen for me to share these things with you. For show notes, it's going to be so super easy. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash the numbers five and three for the 53rd episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it, comment, post it, put it everywhere. It will continue to keep it on the map. If you listen through this by using YouTube, because I like consuming a lot of content on YouTube. I find it just very easy to listen. Like sometimes I don't even watch a video, but I listen. Remember to click on that little bell icon so that you could be notified and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Comment while you're there. I literally get a notification. I respond. And I love seeing that you are engaged. Also, remember that this episode is being sponsored by Olubumi Creations, get your Arisha art, some new art. I actually spoke to my son. I told you I had this great conversation with my son and I am going to be having time put aside to create new art. I'm missing it. I've been more focused on, oh my God, how am I going to create this? How am I going to answer this? This email needs to be sent out. This social media post needs to be put out, but I haven't made new art and I am itching. So more things are coming. Get stuff Every time you do, it helps the cost of this podcast and it helps to continue to, for me to continue to create more content for you. By the way, I have something for you. 
before I give you this big announcement, my, my, my son had a great little thing. He said, mom, because I love teenagers. They're like brooding unless they're super peppy. Mine is a brooding one. He talks like an all monotone, but he's funny. Like he's very comical. And he goes, mom, you just have to tell them that it's coming soon. And then you should do an event. And then you should come in like men in black. You shall not know my face. And then you click them. And then once you click, the little light thingy goes off. And then they wake up at a cafe. And I'm like, yeah, that would be kind of funky. The whole men in black Orisha wisdom thing. Not bad. And he just cracks up. And it's funny when your kids are in the traditions and they kind of know some of your things and your taboos and your stuff. There's a lot of people, they get worried that they've never seen my face. But it. There's actually a reason for it, and the reason is Ifa said no. But if you have an issue with it, you go to Ifa, and that's where this whole thing comes. It's like, oh my god, it would be kind of fun if you have an event, but make sure you have that Men in Black thingy, and then you say, "You shall not know my face." Click, click. <laughs> anyway, see more humor. Big, big announcement. Big announcement. If you like this episode. And you want another episode that is lighthearted like this. Let's bring up this episode's downloads to 2,500 downloads. When this episode reaches 2,500 downloads, I'm going to make another one for, for you all. I will cut through the red tape. I will schedule it. I will start thinking like, what else has happened that I could talk about? And you know, what's funny that creating these things, this is like embarrassing. It's embarrassing stuff for me, but it's funny. And I wanted to share that I am very, very human. And gosh, I make so many mistakes. I made mistakes in the beginning. I make mistakes now. I make mistakes every day. And some of them, as you can see, I'm still paying for because they're going to poke fun at me in the house. But I wanted to share. If you want to see or to hear another episode like this, goal is 2,500 downloads. When I see that, I will make another one. And I will, I will keep to my word. Now I'm going to have to start like, oh my God, I have to start thinking of funny stories of things that, that have happened. But I will keep to my promise. Lastly, I just want to thank you for hanging out with me. I hope that this episode made you, if, if you didn't laugh, I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I'm not going to take away your potato salad. I'm not going to bring a gourd of water and I'm not climbing up a tree. And you're not a dog. And I'm not a dog. <laughs> and I'm not going to click you with the black thingy thingy of men in black. I want you to enjoy this episode. I wanted to raise your energy in a more lighthearted way because we all need it. A lot of us are going through a really tough time. And I wanted to give something back that is awesome, that is funny, and that will just kind of help you to continue and to learn more about our traditions. It's not all seriousness all the time. Crazy things happen. Share, comment. If you have seen or things have been funny and crazy, I want to hear about it. 
comment, share, email, but I would rather you comment publicly like on, on, on YouTube or on your iTunes or your podcast provider or the page on orishawisdom.com forward slash 53 so that we can all share. And I'm, I can't wait to read your experiences as well because they're fun. They're so much fun. And I'm pretty, pretty stoked to hear them or read them here or make a video and, and post this. Oh, I would love to see a video. That would be so, 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 so awesome. And of course, just tag me and I want to hear it all, all the, the dirty little details. I want to hear it all. So if you can, that would be awesome. And that way we can all share. Hopefully nothing else is going to cut through the podcasting schedule. And I am hopefully going to continue with another of your ask a priest questions. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, it's there. I'm looking at it and I will be able to get to it. If you want to submit your questions so that it can be answered, or at least for your chance for it to be answered in the podcast, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes, just ask a priest and submit your question. If we choose your question, we will let you know, you will get an email and that way you can start kind of poking your ear and listening in to the podcast to see when it is going to come Until next time, may your elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odapo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time...